Hello everyone and welcome back finally to Escape to the Cinema. We've had a couple of weeks off but this is finally back. Yeah, call it a walk hiatus. Hiatus, yeah. Uh, definitely wasn't intended, but a few weeks off, refresh the batteries, get back at it. Uh, it's just been unfortunate timing with things. Good thing about a few weeks off is just sat on Mars and watched hundreds of films. So <laughs> I suppose it's it's good for the longevity of the podcast. I mean, aye, that is a, a good point. And uh, you'd like to say there's hundreds of movie news we can catch up on, but there isn't really. So. No, exactly. It's uh, two two weeks out from the podcast, but only about one decent story to report on. Aye, there's really no much. We've been like looking through the headlines for a good 45 minutes now, and we've not really found anything worth mentioning. Maybe a couple of things. Ah, but... a couple of things uh, that will spark kind of general conversation as well. But aye, it's been a bit been a bit weird. Nothing really to report on. Just a slow time, I suppose. But yeah. Well, first up, we can talk about Johnny Depp being replaced in Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, mad. It's Mickelson, isn't it? Aye. It's a good choice. But... It's a it's a better choice than Johnny Depp. Aye. It's weird because I'm at the point I'm like I didn't like him being cast, but now I'm like don't fire him. That's just shite. Do you know no, what I mean? I... So it's a kind of weird situation. Yeah, I feel like Johnny Depp is this weird and wonderful personality, Aye. and I feel like in that franchise, the actual franchise itself is weird and wonderful. Mm-hmm. I think quite a cold character like Mads Mikkelsen can be boosted by the kind of magic of the film Aye. more than the performance that Johnny Depp would have brought. Right, okay. Because he can do the kind of over the top and. I just want to see what Mads brings to this because I really like Mads Mikkelsen as an actor. I think he's fantastic as an actor, but I'm not a big fan of that sequel. The is it the Crimes of Grindelwald? It went very dark. Aye. I think no one's seen that coming because the first one is is an absolute laugh. I really, I, I really like the first good. one, and it's actually a really good Christmas film this time mm. of year to stick on. It's really, really good. But I didn't see it coming. I still, I, I actually liked the film, but. I did think it was a total change of tone and direction that ha- well, probably definitely has lost a lot of people who were enjoying it. See, I'd have liked them just to keep Colin Farrell. I thought he fit that part quite well. Yeah, I think that... I uh, that yeah. was weird. Yeah, I thought that was a really weird twist. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't quite understand it. I wouldn't even... I, I wouldn't even have minded if, if he turned out not to be... Uh, Grindelwald is just he was just like a, an accomplice and it kind of panned out and Johnny Depp was on a building looking down on it all or something like that aye, it was just strange too yeah because I thought Colin Farrell was really good in that role aye I like him a lot I, I genuinely like him in a lot of stuff but I just thought it was weird to to just cut him out like that yep and then you're like oh Johnny Depp no I don't like Johnny Depp but no. it's just weird to cast him as that part Matt Ferguson is a good bad guy though aye he's aye. got that look he's got like a Bond villain look aye so I I think he'll bring a a more serious look to the role that isn't out of place. I think that'll be good. How do you think they'll work it in then? Because obviously with Dumbledore they just replaced well, him and said nothing but They just like uh <laughs> they just made Colin Farrell's chip face change into Johnny Depp's so they would just do it again into Mads Mickelson. Like, Why not? Can you actually imagine that? <laughs> Three times in a row. <laughs> That'd be quite funny. I wonder if they'll actually address it or just go with it no. I think they, they can just go with it because it's a new story that we all know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It'd be different if it kind of just happened because Johnny Depp got coronavirus, something like that, right? <laughs> Let's say he had to pull out the film because he got ill, right? Then 
then some people might be wondering what actually happened. Whereas Aye. we all know what's been going on. Obviously, whatever side of the coin you're on, but they've chosen to replace him. We know he's been replaced, so I think they can just roll with it. I think just slot Mads Mikkelsen in there and we'll just get on with watching the film. I think it'd be less hokey if they did that instead of some weird like Doctor Who transformation type yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 I think that's... I hope they realise that as well, because even though I just made the joke there about, oh, just change his face. Aye. Like, that, they probably that will be do shit. that. Aye. Aye. I'm, I'm assuming they will, because... <laughs> it's Harry Potter, or Harry Aye. Potter universe at the end of the day. If the big studios know anything, it's, they don't know what the audience actually wants. So. No. Is it the same director? I'm assuming so, but I... I've not checked. I actually know shockingly little about the plot and or cast apart from this current kind of obviously news about Mads Mikkelsen. Aye, I've know very little about it. I was just so kind of I never fall asleep during a film, but the last one I fell asleep and I've just not bothered to go back and. So I, I actually did like the the second. Uh, the, it wasn't as good as the first, but it was a totally different film. So Aye. I didn't have a problem with the tone or anything. It's just I thought it was quite bland, but. Yeah, that is one thing I would say. You thought you are in this kind of magical world, obviously wands, all this sort of yeah. stuff, crazy creatures. Don't don't wash it out. It aye. was very kind of grayscale, and aye, aye. I feel like even though the film was serious, had a, quite a lot of darker tones in the first one. Don't take the kind of the color palette away because that's kind of part of the the fun of it. I mean, the first one, I'm kind of. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Like you say, it's a good Christmas film. I'll probably watch it. Uh, I went, I went to see it in the cinema, season. and I came out, and it was snowing, aye, and I aye. legit felt festive as fuck. I actually came out, and I was like, "It's Christmas!" Like, aye, that's a good I know experience. that sounds so weird. No, but, no, it's... Uh, it was because obviously the first one set obviously in New York during the winter, aye. and it's like a proper fucking like, fairy tale snow and all that. So I actually really liked it. Um, I think that memory's probably stuck with me. I think that's probably made me a bit biased, to be honest. But Aye. um, it's not a bad thing. I mean, no, it's not bad film. Average films can be rescued by Aye. when you watch them. I love the big dragon thing that like shrinks and goes brilliant into the so teapot. Aye, Aye. So so good. I I thought they they tackled the whole um kind of creature design and the the whole kind of suitcase thing was really good. I thought Aye. I thought it it it's worked for me. I liked it a lot. Apart from the main kind of creature the big black cloud thing that made everyone depressed aye I thought that was what was he called um, he's like he comes back in the second one yeah aye it's like a <laughs> was it an obscurial or something obscurial that's aye. it yeah that's exactly it that's so, great I just memory think, I feel like I guess but I'm usually aye yeah I'm usually got a good chance of being right no I just thought um, you had all these kind of fun crazy little creatures like like the wee um the one that was upset, is it Nibblet or something like that? Steals all this shiny steals stuff. All this, oh, that whole scene when he's in the shop was brilliant. And he's like posing with his uh, stuff. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so I think, obviously, we're talking more about the first one than the second one. And I think that's because it's more fun, the first one. And I hope that the third one is a balance of both. I hope it kind of brings in, obviously, the series elements from the second one, but still has a bit of fun with it. Aye, it's kind of hard to go fun then serious then back to fun it's usually kind of bad kind of gradient to go you know? I was about to say I feel like like recently but not recently but we had The Hobbit Aye. and that did the same thing mm -hmm. I just kind of liked the first film when it came out seen it in the cinema I was like yeah they're kind of recapturing some of the stuff I liked and Aye. I thought it was pretty good and then the second and I was like ah this isn't 
this is where I want this to go. And then third, and I was like, ah, no, they ruined it. It's like, just like a big like, pile of shit. Fight. <laughs> so when I first watched that, I'm sure I watched it on DVD. So it was in the Blu-ray. And I'm sitting, and Billy Connolly shows up. Ah, uh, on a warthog. And I'm like, why does his mouth look so weird? And then I looked it up, and I'm like, alright, oh, he's fully CGI. Aye. <laughs> to be fair, he was like quite ill at the time and couldn't yeah. film, which makes sense. But I'm like, why, why would you have him and then make him CGI? It was just weird. Uh, I, I, I very weird. Very I feel weird. like the Hobbit went full prequel, like... Like yeah. Star Wars prequels, yeah. like all the bad things the Star Wars prequels did, the Hobbit did it. So yeah, but I still, I, I still actually really enjoyed the first Hobbit film, Unexpected Journey. I did, uh, just because it'd been so long, Aye. and it kind of chucked us back into that world. And no, I, I still, I, I would say I still got a bit of time for it. See, I just don't, I don't hate. No, hate's a strong word. I'm just not a big fan of the whole trilogy, but. The first one's been on ITV so many times, and my dad always watches it, and I'm like, Aye. Oh, do we have to have this again? Just yeah, <laughs> no, that that can that can totally ruin a film for you. Aye, but no, I'm looking forward to this third Fantastic Beasts. I don't even know what it's called. Do you know what it's called? I have no idea what it's called. Um, Let's do a quick fact check on that. So after a quick fact check, <laughs> IMDb doesn't have an official title for it because I highly doubt it's being called. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them 3. So Unless they're just absolutely giving up. Do you know what I mean? Which I don't that think would they be would, quite funny. It would be funny. It would be quite funny. But they've got too big a cast to do that because I, I also doubt that they'd convince Mad McQuiston to join if they've given up. So aye, aye. I think he could be a really good cast. I think give him a chance. Aye. No, definitely. If anything, it's made me want to go watch the third one just to see what they do now because I had no interest really. I'd have sought eventually, but I this kind of recast has made me think, oh, yeah, because what if they go at least? What if they just scrap the second film in terms of and the first and just make this a whole self another not, not a self contained story, but have it as a new story? Aye, and uh, I wouldn't be against that. No, I mean, from where it left off, you kind of know where things would eventually go anyway, and you could just fill in the gaps with something different, yeah. So, aye, I don't see why not. So, kind of. Spark of a conversation. Johnny Depp. Right. Thoughts on his actual acting career. Right. Uh, for me, he's dropped off. For me, he's like so uh, much like just nothing that he used to be. But I didn't even rate him that highly to begin with. This is my issue. Well, I think he's similar. Not exactly the same, but similar to a Nicolas Cage kind of. Okay. He's, he's very good at the start and then he just starts to do absolute shite. But it's for different reasons. Yeah, because he seems to he seems to still have hundreds of money. But Nicolas Cage owes so much money, he just has to do all these films. I think it's because he's just better looking than Nicolas Cage. That's possibly as well. Aye. You know I mean, he's got like a fragrance line and all this sort of aye, stuff. Savage, aye. Um, but no, I really like him. See, like in Edward Scissorhands, that's probably my favorite Tim Burton film. So that's really funny. I fucking hate that film. Oh, do you really? I hate every part of that film. I hate. How colourful it is. I hate the costume design. I hate the acting. I hate the script. It's probably in one of my top ten films. I'll never watch again. That's surprising to me. I, I, I absolutely love it. I don't know what it is. You put it on, I get physically annoyed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not even having a I just think it's absolute garbage. It's probably my least favourite Tim Burton film. Probably one of my least favourite films ever. <laughs> See, I love how you went right in there as well, being like, oh, I actually really like this. <laughs> I mean, talking of like, Christmas films that aren't really Christmas, I'll probably watch that this Christmas. Mad. I just love it. 
Mad, I nah. love the score and I love the acting. I just love the story as well. It's Tim Burton animates a movie, I'm all left for it. <laughs> Tim Burton makes a live action movie, I'm very resigned. Aye. I mean, he has hit or miss. Some of the stuff he makes is just no good. Yeah. I like Big Fish. People are kinda iffy on that. But I, I like, like Big it. Fish a lot. Aye. I do. I think it's one of Hugh McGregor's best performances. Mm-hmm. Aye. Also, obviously, you just mentioned Christmas time again there. Nightmare Before Christmas, Tim Burton film. Aye. Fantastic. There's a great documentary on Netflix right now. Oh, really? It's called The Christmas Films We Grew Up With, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it's about Elf and The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, I've seen that advertised, actually. It's great. It's great because you kind of hear the background of what happened, as in with Tim Burton. But he's got a bit of a fascination with Johnny Depp. Aye. I mean, when you look at Charlie and his chocolate factory, it's just bizarre like i don't understand what the acting choice is there film that film again for me is is really kind of 50 50 whether or not i like it or not I think that film has to catch me in a good mood Aye. otherwise i i don't like it at all i mean even if you take out the original which is, is very it's so beloved by people and I, I love the original as well but even if you eliminate that for history it's still a really bad film in my opinion yeah it was funny i I don't even like the original. No? No, I'd actually say I prefer the Tim Burton one, and even Oof. that has to catch me in a good mood. Such polarising opinion. Hi, this week, I'm putting down a marker, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, I do, I think, um, again, no, Johnny Depp's performance, I think you hit the nail on the head, where he starts pretty good, and then he just seems to deteriorate. It's as if he gets more free reign as the film goes on, and he just doesn't know what to do with it. Aye, but I just don't get why he's acting so creepy when he's around kids, like, it's such a weird choice to act like a creep. I just, oh, I, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. so bizarre to me. Uh, I think so. No, I'm trying to think what other kind of films that I've actually liked Johnny Depp in. First Pirates of the Caribbean is good. The first one? I still like the first one. I still really do. Mainly because it just does everything pretty damn good. It's Aye. a lot of fun. It's It was so different at the time. Like, we didn't have anything like that. It was like... It was, I mean, the whole film was based on a bloody theme park, yeah, right? Theme park, so it's crazy impressive. Plus... Captain Jack Sparrow is insanely renowned in terms of his performance Aye. as Captain Jack Sparrow, so can't take that away from him. Aye, I mean, he refused to do the film if they wouldn't let him do what he wanted, acting-wise, apparently. So I get that. Modern Orient Express. Aye. I liked him in that. I thought he was fine in that. I thought he was pretty good. He was killed off in that, wasn't he, though? Aye, he's the guy that gets stabbed. Aye. Yeah, he got stabbed. No, I, I did. I'm just going to get up his wee filmography here because I know that he's been in more stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you just kind of think I just can't is. rely on my own memory right now, so I'm just getting up the now. Oh, Sweeney Todd. I like Sweeney Todd. People are kind of split on that as well. Yeah, I'd say. Is it uh, pretty solid? Yeah, I'd say I like it. I do. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else here that we've. Oh, like of course. Sleepy Hollow as well. Aye. I was that literally. What you were to say? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. was literally about to say. I like Sleepy Hollow. I like Sleepy Hollow. I think it's really good. Yeah, that is. It's pretty good. I'm going back the way. Uh, because obviously he was better when he was younger for for one hundred percent. Aye. Oh, fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Aye, that's kind of when he's most. Aye. See, that was like that's when he did good method acting. Aye, I've still not seen that, so I can't no, comment. I have. I, I like it a lot. And I know people love it. So. And Donny Brasco, I like Donny Brasco. I, I, I quite like Donny Brasco. Aye. Aye. Here again. It's one of the weakest kind of gangster movies. That was the late 90s. Aye. That was like when gangster movies about Italian-Americans were in their absolute peak. That's but the same director as Goblet of Fire, actually. Donnie I could Brasco. not have told you that. That's a, a trivia. 
It's a really good, like... That's actually funny, because <laughs> Goblet of Fire is my favourite Harry Potter movie. I remember you saying We've that. We've discussed right? this before, I think it's your least favourite. I, I at least so It's not just me being divisive, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> it's you as well. No, I'm having a wee look through. Uh, I don't know too far back, because a lot of these old ones I've not seen. So, um, having a look. I've not seen Finding Neverland. I've seen like the start of that film about 20 times, and just never watched it. He was one of the voices in Corpse Bride, and I absolutely love Corpse Bride. I remember liking it when it came out. I, I don't think I've rewatched it since. 2009 Public Enemies. I quite liked that, his performance in that. The film wasn't great as a whole, but no. he was good. It was strange because it's Michael Mann, and I've spoke about him before. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Michael Mann. Mm-hmm. But that's such a weird film. He's obsessed with using, using, using digital cameras now, and it looks like a TV show. I don't know if you noticed that, or like somebody filmed it on a yeah, camcorder. No, that seems to be a pretty like a trend just now. Uh, it's, that really put me off when I was younger, because I had no idea why it looked different, but I was like, this doesn't look like a film, and it really used to piss me off. I'm like, sitting like, why does it look like this? And I just didn't think it was a very solid film, but he's fine in it, you know? It's... Yeah. I like, so he was in Alice in Wonderland. Aye. That had a lot of potential for me, and I actually liked the second one that came out. The something in time. Was it not through the looking glass? No. Was that? I must have been the third one. Then I liked. Was that a third one? Yeah, I, I know there's there is one that's um something in time. I need to actually check that. But um, uh, his performance in that was I didn't like that. I just didn't like that film. It was so CGI and artificial looking. Like it's such an ugly looking film, in my opinion. And you've got like um Matt Lucas with the. He's playing Tweedledum and Tweedledee and he's got like a wee shrunk face and a massive body. It's just weird. You're right, it is um, through the looking glass. I don't know where I was getting time from. Oh, right. I don't know. don't know either. And then, you ever seen The Rum Diary? No, but you've told me about it. I've not watched it. It's meant to be funny. It's mm. meant to be funny. But the only, the only joke in it that made me laugh was a really distasteful rape joke oh, no. that... That me now probably wouldn't laugh at, Aye. but at the time I was younger and I thought it was funny, Aye. but terrible. But then he followed it up with Rango, which is one of my favourite animated films ever. Aye. Aye, that's so... It's quite a jump in quality, aye. Yeah. Maybe I'm saying he's dropped off now. Maybe he's, he's he just <laughs> peaks and flows through his whole career. Peaks and troughs, aye. That's it. Because then after that, obviously, we had the rest of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies... Dark Shadows. Quite like Dark Shadows. Was that the the vampire one where he gets dug up? I didn't watch that, but I just thought it looked a bit pish. Is that the one? He's the what was her name for Casino Royale's in it as well. She plays the villain. Yep. Hi. What's her name? Is it Eva? Um, I can't remember. I know who I mean. Yeah, I know who you mean as well, but I'm not going to attempt to guess the second name in case I'm wrong. Um, what else? I mean... See, with that film, do you know they CGI'd his eyelids out so that he never blinks? That's pretty cool. Aye. Or he could have just been a real actor and no blink, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> nah, okay. Nah, nothing else. That... Did you ever see him in Mordecai? I watched, like, the first ten minutes of that and I'm oh, like... Oh, no, I've heard that's... I don't even understand what it's supposed to be. Because uh, the tone's just... There's, like, people... It's a rated 15, I'm sure. But when you watch it, you It's think... got Russell... Brand in it as well, isn't it? 
It might. I didn't get that far through. I think it's, it's, like, it's, I think it's just horrendous. It's Gwyneth Paltrow and Paul Bettany plays like he's kind of bodyguard type thing. We spoke about this before. Paul Bettany picks the worst parts. Aye, it's so weird. Great actor, terrible choice in movie parts. But like people are getting shot up and stuff, and he's sitting like he's got the kind of like curved moustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call it. And he's like making all these weird jokes and speaking a weird accent, and people are like genuinely getting killed and stuff. But and quite, like, it's not gory, but it's quite graphic. And I'm yeah. like, I don't get the the tone you're going for here. It's very weird. Not uh, a good way. Did you watch Black Mass? Aye, I wasn't a fan of Black Mass. Nah, nah. Is it? You look too cartoony. Like, the... am I getting mixed up? Is that the one with Benedict Cumberbatch? Aye, that's yes. when he plays his brother. He plays his brother. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's like, works with the FBI. Is Benedict Cumberbatch? Aye. Aye. Good story. I mind after I looked it up, and it's quite a cool kind of real life gangster story. But um, Bulger he plays, isn't it? Whitey Bulger. Whitey Bulger. That's it. It's just weird the way they made him look too close. Aye. It's just strange. And also the the the, the fat neck prosthetic and that just looked like a Halloween mask. It didn't look good. Aye, aye. It's it's a weird choice. No, Joy Depp. It's one of them ones that I think a lot of people when you talk about actors and that, or who who do you like? What actors do you like? Some people say Johnny Depp and. See, when you do a wee bit of a deep dive, it's there's a real that. mixed bag. Aye, it's mixed. I was going to say, there's not that much. There's more bad than good. Kind of like the James Bond films, for me, more bad than, than yeah. genuinely good. Probably out here liking Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm, probably, I'm probably very over the top in my opinion of that, but I know that it's a film that I absolutely hate. Aye. And it's probably fine, but... You're gonna, you guys are going to learn there's a few films out there that I really don't like and that may annoy some of you. I'm trying to think of something really popular that I don't think there's anything I hate as much as that. But, but I don't like Back to the Future. I see that's another one that's weird for me. I know. Like your opinion, because I love that film. <laughs> as we spoke about before. <laughs> I think maybe... See, I don't hate... I, I don't hate Pulp Fiction at all, but I just feel like it's... I think you hate the fan base. I think that's probably what it's like it is. every year when people finish high school and they think they're going to go study film, they become big Pulp Fiction I, they, fans. They and a, that's very irritable. They chuck a Pulp Fiction poster up on the wall and they're a, a film critic. <laughs> I know I spent like, I spent like three years, you know, you know the way when you start watching a film? Aye. And I, I started, when I first watched Pulp Fiction, I was probably way too young for it and it was probably a terrible parenting on my <laughs> mum and dad's behalf. But... My dad let us watch it as long as you didn't watch the gimp scene. Right, okay. So, I mean, I don't know if that's... <laughs> if my dad needs to help with that, but... <laughs> no, we were allowed to watch it as long as we skipped the gimp scene. So I spent, like, three years watching this film. Like, obviously not three years in a row, but, like... Mm. You know what I mean? The every brand- night you to sit and Every <laughs> night I just, I would just skip that seven minutes. No, the... um. I did that over the course of like three years when I was right. like probably between ages like 15 to like 18. I felt like I couldn't watch that scene. <laughs> As in, because I'd, I'd usually be watching it in the house with my dad or with my mum and dad. Right. Or whatever. So I'd usually always skip, they'd always skip that scene. Which, I've now watched it, dad, and it's fine. <laughs> it's not even that graphic, really. Nah, it's not at all. I mean, I think I've spoken about this before. My parents are really, they'd let me kind of watch graphic violence to a certain extent but any sex stuff it's just like whoa you can't even have an idea I I might be in like 12 I'm watching Predator with a guy skinned and hanging from a tree but my idea somewhere in a gimp mask I don't know if he's ready exact same (laughs) because it's the same with the Untouchables Um, 
my mum hates the bit where the guy gets hit with the bat. Ah, oh, smashes it. But it's pretty graphic. It is pretty graphic. Same with that film is pretty graphic. It's quite good though. But that's the thing. She's like, no, no, don't watch this. But then I'm allowed to see Sean Connery getting absolutely shot to fuck like <laughs> two seconds later. I'm like, <laughs> so then when I eventually sat and watched that scene, I'm like watching it through my fingers. I'm like, this isn't even as bad as anything else. Do you know what I mean? So it's quite funny. No, it is funny, that, isn't it? That weird choices our parents make. You know what? See, when I'm a parent, that's it. Kids can watch folk get chopped up, can watch folk shag, and I'm saying it now. They can watch whatever they ah, want. exactly. In fact, I'm going to make them only watch the gimp scene. <laughs> Every night, they just have to watch the <laughs> When you're older, you can watch the whole thing. Aye, just do it reverse, reverse psychology, almost. Well, a bit of a tangent there, but um, I enjoyed it. But <laughs> no, back to back to Johnny Depp. I think he has. I think he still has a future career. Hopefully, hopefully that's not him black booked. But I don't think so. There's a lot of support for him. So there is, and uh, I do think he can be one of them actors who, in his older age, gets into really good roles. Aye, I can see that kind of happen. Yeah, because people do. They genuinely do adore him for whatever reason. No, like, that. Steve Carell. I think Steve Carell's got better with age. Aye, definitely. He's like a... People might not agree, but I'd say he's like leaps and bounds above Johnny Depp as an actor. I would totally agree with that. I would. I I would. I think... But he he looks good in that kind of... That older... He now looks older, you know what I mean? And I think he... He's he's aging pretty well, to be honest. He he is, yeah. Physically, you know. I know. Exactly. He's a good-looking dude. Did you see him in Foxcatcher? Yeah, really good. Like, he can play. He's got so much... Range that you wouldn't expect for. You seen him in uh, the Big Short. Aye, he's good in the Big he's Short. Fantastic. Aye. And uh, what's the other one? What's one on Amazon where like the sun dies? Oh, I know the one you mean, but like something with a flag. Aye. It's got um. Lawrence Fishbone in it as well. No, not Lawrence Fishbone. Is it? I know the film you mean, but I just can't think. Aye. Anyway, I've seen that. It's a pretty sad film, obviously. I think it's about going and getting his son's body who died. Ah, right, okay. But it's it's a really good film. He's good in the film's not good, but welcome to Marvin. He's good in that. But the film's I like so the good. film. Did you like it? Ah, we spoke about this before. I thought it was pretty bad. No, I, I actually I love Robert Zemeckis. He's one of my favourites, but I liked I think it starts kooky, right? Mm-hmm. You get on board with it and then it pulls it off at the end really well. Once right. it brings in the real life elements of the court and that sort of stuff, I think I think for me you then suddenly really understand where he's coming from. Aye. I, I just kind of felt like it was an excuse to have all these like CGI dolls fighting each other. Because see, I, 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 don't, I think it's because in, in that dude's head, I think legit that was what's going on. Because, um... When you find it's a true story and you find out the guy aye. was wearing high heels and that, I mean... See, I think all that stuff works great. really well. I just think the, the relentless like CGI, you're like, do we really need this for this kind of story? But Robert Zemeckis is obsessed with motion capture and... Yeah putting technology forward and the only thing I didn't like was the, the kind of final sequence with like the witch doll and he's got the DeLorean for back to the aye. and stuff and I that got a bit that, that got a bit too far you know what I mean that got a bit like a bit wavy but I'm not See, I'm not mad at the film for it it's, it's actually coming it's actually on Netflix now I believe it was on Amazon for a it's while it's been on Sky for ages uh, it's been on Sky that was where it was not Amazon it's been on Sky for ages it's now on Netflix where it's coming next week I was in the aye. wee category earlier See, it's like people really hate Robert Zemeckis doing the whole motion capture things he'd done Polar Express and Beowulf and Folklight it was so creepy looking Beowulf was a 
was a weird one for me. I, I think I watched like half an hour and I just wasn't in the mood for it. No, I watched the full thing and uh, I don't actually know if I liked it. I never watched it again. That kind of photorealistic thing's always going to age badly. Last time I watched that was when you rented DVDs. Oh, right, uh, <laughs> so, <a> well. <laughs> so that shows you, shows you that <laughs> it's been a while since I've watched it. So, uh, it's like I watched Polar Express last week. Terrible film. And I always, I was obsessed with it when I was younger, and I'd always liked it. But the last few years I've watched it, I've been like, mm. it's obviously never going to age well, but it is. It's very impressive for like pushing, like I say, pushing the technology forward and yeah. stuff. But it's just like using that story to show off the effects. Do you know what I mean? Yep. The story's very shallow. The only thing that gets me is the very end. And it's... The, okay, you're choked up by... A wee bit aye, but it, it's no warranted because the rest of the film's just like, oh, look at the train go down the coast <laughs> and do this. And it, they are just trying to show off the what the computers can do, but... It's funny. And, a, film has to do, a film has to do a lot to me to get an emotional response. Nah, apart from laughing. I'm pretty easy. Like, like soft. Aye, I'm not going to lie. Literally anything, though. Even if I hate the film, I'll be like, oh, this bit's a bit sad. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I've cried at a few films. I can't, I can't say I've not cried at films. Mm-hmm. I cried at Mississippi Burning. Oh, it's right, a really right. sad film, oh, though. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, think I, I, think I, probably, I think I probably cried at Marley and May. I mean, if you don't cry at Marley and May, you're right. a heartless bastard. Yeah, you take it a wee evaluation, done it, your, your doctor, if you're not oh, crying right. at Marley and me. I watched, uh, I watched The Way Back last night right about the uh russian and polish prisoners escaping the gulag in like 1940 aye. and it gets you a bit choked up at the end because it's, it's such a crazy story aye but and it's i can't a really think i can't really think of other films that i've i've actually cried at or really like had like feelings like that about like i said apart from laughing Aye. I don't really get much of a emotional response from films oh no like there's a term for something where you have a emotional response even when there's nothing sad happening and I forget what it is psychopath no <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean it could be yeah. <laughs> no no it's maybe just very empathetic it could be aye. you can attach yourself to someone for only two hours in a film that aye, aye. have you seen Field of Dreams with Kevin Costner yeah aye that I film n- I'm not American so I'd never cry at that it's but at the end it's his dad and he's like I can't even talk about it because I'll I'll start to get <laughs> See if it's on in the house and my mum and dad are watching it. I'll just be like, oh, I'm just going to the toilet. Aye. It's finished in two minutes. Aye, I know, I just need the toilet. They're Can't probably wait. thinking you're going to jack off, mate. <laughs> no. I mean, that's fine. I'd rather they thought that than I sat and cried at a film. That's so funny. You cried at that, but when I compare that to the bit when I cry at Mr. Bonin, it's when he's trying to pull his dad who's getting hung from a tree <laughs> down. <laughs> Aye. Big fish, big fish can get you choked up a little bit. Aye, big fish definitely gets me. Aye, big fish is a bit of a, a bit of a tearjerker. It can be. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever actually cried at it, but I've been in the presence of people that have cried at it. Aye, well, I do this thing where I can look like I'm not crying. You so, bite your gum or something. Aye, no, I just um, no, I'm not gonna tell you. I'm kidding. Ah. <laughs> no, but um, you know, if you yawn and your eyes look really watery, Aye. I can usually get away with that, but not every time. Aye, sitting there yawning for an hour and forty-two minutes. <laughs> One day I came in from. I think it was last Christmas. I'd done like three, three o'clock in the morning starts in a row. And mm. I just wasn't sleeping at night because my schedule was all fucked up. And I came in for the last shift, walked into the house and Toy Story 2 was on. And it wasn't even a sad bit. And I was like, <laughs> to go away up the st- it wasn't even sad. I'm like, why am uh, I crying at this? So no, I, Toy, Story, Toy Story 4 got me a bit. Just because it's like, again, 
I, I, I'll honestly challenge anyone out there who says Toy Story 4 is a bad film. Toy uh, Story as a, as a whole franchise is solid, so good. But I think just because, like, kind of grew up with it a wee bit. That is different for us because, uh, for us, that sounds so exclusive, but <laughs> for people who <laughs> you don't. You can't sit with us. Aye, for people. With the who, uh, popular people's front of Judea. Who <laughs> watch Toy Story. No, but the people who. The generation who grew up with that is kind of like your childhood being like, all right, see you later. Do you know what I mean? So Yeah. I feel like we, I feel like our generation's version of that is Toy Story, Aye. Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't really think of of much else because I know that, like I said, Toy Story Four did get me feeling a bit. It's got me feeling like it was the end of it. You know what I mean? More so for me, Toy Story Three, even still. Aye, with the fire. Aye, with, aye. the bit at the end when he's like saying goodbye. That's yeah. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. That's sad. No, it's not sad. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm. I'm sitting here acting like a big like heart of stone, but I do um I do understand emotion. I do. No. <laughs> Says the robot. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what a robot would say. I do understand emotion. Uh, <laughs> no, the um I just uh like for example, I think I think is Edward says a hand's not a bit emotional. Well for me, everyone is apparently so <laughs> no but it, it really is, I um do you not remember the ending where he basically hides to if, if he comes he kills her kind of ex-boyfriend yes he's been a dick outside where like, uh, big bushes and that he cuts isn't it I, well it's the, he goes back into the castle or the mansion yeah. and he like attacks him and he stabs him with his um, scissors <laughs> I couldn't think of the word and <laughs> no, he, there's, there's hands Dave yeah there's hands <laughs> and, um, he's scissor hands <laughs> and Winona Ryder basically comes out and says oh they killed each other but she's trying to protect him Aye. so he just lives in the castle and she gets really old and it's like a modern Frankenstein story, isn't it? Aye, and it's it is pretty sad because she's really old at the end, and it is not bad like old age makeup, but she's like twenty one and she's supposed to look eighty. <laughs> so, aye, but it is pretty sad, and it's sad when the inventor's going to give him his hands and he like dies, he has a heart attack or something, and that's why he doesn't have hands. Oh, so it's pretty sad as well. You know, again, I think I probably have seen it two or three times. I've genuinely never really focused on it because I just find myself getting infuriated watching it. I don't know. It must be something like... It's just, it must be a, like a collection of things that happen in it mm-hmm. that trigger something in my off. brain eye. I just think to myself, I hate this. It's like that film Hairspray. Hairspray. I hate that film. I really like that film. <laughs> <laughs> the John Travolta. I think that's trash. I hate it. I don't know what it is. I think it's the whole aesthetic of it. I don't know. I think and and Edwards a hand has got me thinking of the same thing. So, well, it's still that kind of. Uh, what what years? Sixties, it must 60s. be. Sixties, because I think Edward Scissorhands has that kind of big hair, big shoulder pads. Has that nineteen, late nineteen fifties kind of nuclear family kind of vibe? Yes. With, with the, Hairspray has the exact same thing. Aye, so I'm guessing that's the kind of thing you're connecting it to, but I don't know. There were some deep rooted issues with that time period. <laughs> aye. I remember watching Hairspray when I was like lost on Nuketown a bit too much when I was young <laughs> I was like absolutely steaming up at uni it was like a night out and we ended up back at somebody's flat and we all just sat and watched it at like 3 in the morning Hairspray <laughs> you tell me it was the bungees got together and watched Hairspray as bizarre as it sounds aye that's what happened and I was like this is pretty good and I was like there's like um, oh, there's a lot of satire here about uh, 1950s like uh, nuclear war and stuff and I'm punching the leg for that and they're like that. how would you mean I'm like well she's in like a fallout shelter and they've got supplies and stuff and 
I'm like, oh, I don't get it. I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> so like, I was being a dick. You weren't studying film, though, you know what I mean? Aye. So I can understand why the other people in your course wouldn't have got it. I mean, that's true. I was in the, the wrong course, that's, that's for sure. Aye. So either off or given, do you know what I mean? Uh, everyone. And then I think I broke the toilet, so. <laughs> <laughs> not because of that, I was not like fuming, uh, like, fuck aye, kicking toilet. it. Aye, aye, but no, no, so, aye. I hate it here. <laughs> I hate this uni flat, it's freezing. <laughs> They always are. They always no, are. again, total tangent, but overall, can we agree that Johnny Depp, throughout his career, has fallen off and came back a bit and fallen off and came back a bit? Aye, he's got the potential, he just needs to, as like we've said about other actors, he needs the right director and the right script. And Yeah, Tim Barton, even though I think the films in Johnny Depp's mind probably suit Johnny Depp, I think in real life he needs a lot more direction mm-hmm. and a much more understanding of the tone. Uh, it's like we've said about Tom Hardy. If he just Tom Hardy's at a point, he'll walk in a set and folk will be like, oh, it's Tom Hardy. Like, uh, can oh, I tell him what to do? But on a movie poster, suddenly everyone's like, can't wait for this film. Aye. Uh, so when you give Tom Hardy free reign, he just goes mental and gives you a bad performance, in my opinion. I know a lot of people think nah, the opposite. We agree on that. We agree on that. So I think Johnny Depp's maybe a similar case, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think I can agree with that. It's funny how most of the things I've liked so far mentioning it has been things where he's not actually on the screen, like <laughs> Corpse Bride and Rango and things like that. That's more his, his voice. No, oh. That's just his voice. What's next with the news? Well, this is a wee bit of strange news. Have you right. watched the Tom and Jerry reboot trailer? Is this the live action thing? Aye. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen folk talking online about it. I've not seen it. Is it an actual trailer that's out? Aye, aye there's, a, there's a trailer that went up a couple of days ago, I think. Could be longer, I just happened to stumble across it, but... So uh, is it like, is it kind of like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit situation? Oh, I mean, it's not anywhere near that in quality, but... No, no, I mean, like, in terms of real life and... It's... I was going to say Last Action Hero. That was, <laughs> they were the only two films I could think of that had animated Captains. parts and real parts. I'd say it looks more Looney Tunes back in action. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I'm not against it. It looks pretty bad. I'm getting, like, Garfield vibes for the tone sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, I wasn't a Tom and Jerry kid, though. I was. I love Tom and Jerry. Did you? Like, I, I, I can still, like... You know, it was super racist. I mean, I didn't, I didn't pick up on that as a, as a child, but... I always did. I was pretty woke. Oh, I mean, you're a better man than me, then. <laughs> I, I don't know, I just, um... No, it wasn't a cartoon that was really on in my house. I, I used to be... I literally watched cartoons, not all day, every day, that sounds so bad. I wasn't like a fat kid. Well, maybe it was, I don't remember. I think I was a fat kid <laughs> and I, I didn't do that either. Um, <laughs> what can I say, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I used to watch it, as far as I remember, most days, Tom and Jerry would be on okay. Cartoon Network. I know, it, it was always on repeat. Aye. I just, um, I haven't seen it. I, I don't know, I just think I had a more Japanese vision of cartoons and you didn't turn out a weirdo that's so surprising I know right <laughs> got a girlfriend you know what I mean Aye. but um it's a bit harsh actually no no it's no I'm I, realize, I, know, I know if you folk listen to this and <laughs> I'm isn't targeted that that's funny <laughs> no but I like I say I don't mean I was obsessed with it it was probably my favourite cartoon I always remember the episode where they froze the kitchen did you see that one you know, I like, think ice skating in the kitchen I probably did that was so funny I, I liked every episode that had the dog in it Aye, the dog was funny. Dog was funny. Aye. And then the dog's little dog. That was funny as well. <laughs> Have you seen the one where it's like, there's some of them, they just go to all different places. There's one there in like, 
um, like seventeenth century France or whatever. Ah, it's, it's, it's not usually full episodes, is it? It's like no, no. like cutouts, isn't it? Like it's cut like wee bits. Well, in fact, I think this maybe was a full episode. I can't remember, but there's another wee mouse that appears sometimes. Okay. And he's running about shouting for Tom, and he's got a wee sword, and he's going here, pussy, 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 pussy. And it's like <laughs> it's edited in so many things. It's just an absolute meme now. But you know, what's, you know something that's stuck in my head about Tom and Jerry? What's that? Animated olives. Aye. Think of that there's a bit in that I was thinking it was grapes, but I'm sure it's olives. He's, Probably olives. He Aye. spears them with like his knife. No, like sword. Fasten the pump in my head there. Aye, that's a good. That's Can a I actually remember a full, a full episode where uh, Tom must have caught Jerry? Aye. Tom is the cat. Yes. Aye. Before I commit to that, <laughs> Tom catches Jerry. Don't oh, know what he does to him. Somehow ties him up or something. Gets a big fancy baguette out. Mm-hmm. Butters it up. Hunters of toppings and on like it. Cheese and, and then he puts them on. And I mind when he's holding it, you can just see these like two. Perfectly animated olives. And like a cocktail like stick. Aye, <laughs> sticking in it as well. Aye, it's weird. That's the thing that popped into my head there. Um, it's just a, I'd say it's pretty timeless, but they've obviously done loads and loads of different versions. Yeah, aye, because I, I, I think I've seen an updated animation style of Tom and Jerry. It was, it was weird though, because there was older ones that were newer, if that makes any sense. They weren't the original ones, it was like ones that were obviously made a decade yeah. or so later and it had a different intro but Tom always had really big bushy eyebrows in it Okay. and I always hated the ones because the intro was different <laughs> I'd be like oh aye. fuck it's so stupid aye, and I'd oh, be like, fuck it's these ones man aye, and there was that's like just... season 3 you're aye. used to like season 28 because you're, <laughs> you're older <laughs> aye probably and, it's, and I was like no any time that started I'd be like no it's a different one so I'd put on like Courage the Cowardly Dog or something instead aye. I still love that as well they should do a film of that. Why is that? That would be a good film. Aye. Like a real get David no, Lynch to do. No, it's going to be a great film. What? Dexter's Laboratory. Aye, why is nothing ever came back with that? No, I know. I used to love that, Dexter's Lab. So anyway, how, how is the trailer? Is it good? <laughs> it looks bad to me. It's just the tone looks very... Obviously it's a kid's film, but it's like, let's be so stupid that the adults can't enjoy it sort of thing. Is it a kid's film big release or kid's film... Well, Small I mean, release, maybe even straight to streaming. There's a lot of big actors in it. There's the girl from... Note. Who's the girl that plays Pet Girl? She's in it. Oh, yeah. The blonde hair. Oh, she's, in that, she's in that film about cancer as well. Mm-hmm. Oh. She's like the kind of... See, when I was like 15, 16, I could have told you this in a <laughs> flash. She's in the kind of new start at a hotel and she's like, oh, catch the mouse because we've got yeah. a mouse problem. There's other actors I can't think who, but there's some older actors. I was like, oh, that's surprising he's in this. But I can't think who it is. Only to look yeah, it up. We'll do. We'll look it up right now. Aye, that probably makes sense. It will stimulate the conversation a bit more. Chloe Grace Moretz. That's <sighs> Disappointed in myself. Oh, Michael Pena. Oh. That's it. That's who I saw. I was saying older. He's not oh, old. Oh, man. They keep trying to force Michael <laughs> Pena on me. And I, they aren't winning. I saw him and he's like, he plays like a, con- he plays like a concierge or something. And I'm like, fair Rob Delaney, he's pretty funny. I like Rob Delaney. Aye, it's like people you. Oh, Ken, Ken Jong as well. Aye. Aye, he's like a chef in it, that's it. It's all coming back to me because I like wiped it from my brain. Okay, they're the only ones of, of real note. So, to give you a bit of context from what I've seen, it's. So, it looks like it's all live action environments and they've just put the cartoon Tom and Jerry into the environment, if you know what I mean. So, like, Jerry will be sitting in his. like, mouse hole. Like hide yeah. whatever it is, and he's sitting with like a. He'll have a smartphone. Is like a. Aye, that's how it looks. Aye. 
Aye, James just showed me a screenshot now. You can kind of tell the quality. You could make that look really good as well, but it looks... You could make it look really good. They've went full, full 2D animation. So it's like... I don't even know if that's a thing. I'm just calling it that. It could, it could it could look like Who Framed Robert Rabbit and look really good. Aye, but they're technically 3D because you see they've got three dimensions but they're drawn to look like, or animated to look two-dimensional. Yeah. It just doesn't really work for me. What's the name of the cat cop in Last Action Hero? <sighs> I know. Because <laughs> that's literally like a similar thing. Like, aye. You know what I mean? Like that, and that works it really well. It looks better, aye. But they've tried to make it look more modern. It looks... I'm glad it's not like completely 3D photorealistic. Yeah. A cat and mouse, but... Like, like I was saying, sorry, you see like Jerry's wee house and he's got like a smartphone as a TV with like AirPods as speakers. And you're like... I hate that. Aye. And it's all like... It's either very photorealistic or it is real. I hate that mainly because it's not an effective way to listen to it. I know. Even if, as a mouse, how would you hear that? Aye. Not got enough bass out of that, No, I mean? exactly. You have to really mess with your settings. Aye. Get more volume just out the phone. You must need a ladder to do the settings because you'd have to climb up to pull the, the widget in to... Phones aren't that big, Dave. <laughs> like, I mean, he's a good mouse, do you know what I mean? What if he's got like a... You're acting as if he's a stoat, not a mouse. <laughs> well, aye, possible. I wonder if a mouse could actually... Aye, it would. I was wondering if the screen would work, but aye, it definitely would. Of course it would. Aye. I mean, have you ever had the, like, a dog accidentally press your phone? I mean, I'm going to say no, but I'm sure that works. Aye, it's happened to me a couple of times. I'm going to have to um, test that tonight. <laughs> but it looks pretty. If you can bad. train your dog to swipe through Tinder, that would be pretty class. She'd probably get more matches than me, to be honest. I'm not <laughs> but um, no, it's, I'm being very cynical about it. But it does look pretty bad. I do Again, I've not seen the trailer. I just seen a few of the uh, stills for it, and I kind of hate how it looks. Ah, it's kind of obnoxious looking. To yeah. for lack of a better word. But what if what is a so, random side question? What is your favourite part animated, part real film? Or can you think of any that I haven't mentioned? Like I, like you said, it's probably Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but it's probably because it's the only one that springs to mind. I like Space Jam a lot. See, I'm not a fan of Space Jam. I say I really like Space Jam. I like basketball, though, so Aye. it already wins. A, and also, I, like, I just love Looney Tunes. That was probably mm. something that I grew See, up watching. I was weird. I never liked Looney Tunes that much. I did. I, weirdly enough, I kind of exposed myself. I liked the one where they were like little, like, Aye, they were, like they toddler versions of themselves. Aye, but what, they, what was the name of that again? It's called Baby Looney Tunes. Is that it? I think it was called <laughs> that. I thought it was something. Aye, weird. which I, I can't even deny that I was like super young either. I, think I, just before, I don't know what happened to me at that point in my life, but see, I used to like the the Roadrunner cartoon. I loved Roadrunner. I remember it was good. But in terms of the the um, that's Warner Brothers, is that right? Yeah. I was never a fan of those. I was always more kind of Tom and Jerry, mm-hmm. um, Scooby-Doo, stuff like that. So. I think other part-realistic, part-animated movies we've got so far. That has to be animated. We can't just go off, like, animated people in the movies, because that doesn't... Because that's massive. That's, you know what I mean? That's a huge list of films. It depends what you're counting as. Do you mean, like, sort of traditional animations? Yeah, yeah. So, like like... Like your Space Jam, like your Who Framed Robert, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Jeez, that's hard to say fast, by the way. You've got Looney Tunes back in action. Obviously, it's pretty it's okay. notorious for being not the best. But I don't mind it. I remember when it came out at the cinema. I was somebody was taking me to see it, and um, I, I, something happened and it got cancelled. We couldn't get there, and I was like so happy because I'm like it looks so bad, and I was like the target audience at the time. Yeah, and I just really didn't want to see it. But um, I don't think it's worth watching now, is it? Would you count Ted? 
Count Ted. Well, let's see if you're going to count Ted, then you could count something like Detective Pikachu, because technically that'd be. You're right. No, you're right, and that's too broad for me. Aye, because you could count loads of stuff. That's what I say. It opens it up because you could even like count things that are just technically animated parts of films. Aye. You know what I mean? So, no, no, see, no. See the thing with Ted is, I remember there being all this hype and. I went any, I was about to say flop. I went any fop in Glasgow one day and got it as part of a deal, so I got the Blu-ray for three quid, with like a a normal price Blu-ray. That's pretty good. And I still it's feel like deal. I still feel like I wasted three quid. Absolutely. The so funniest was, part of Ted for me was the poster in the cinema was like toilets, and you could look like you were stood next to Ted taking a pee. Aye. And that was pretty funny taking a picture with that. Aye. The actual film isn't very funny because let's face it, Mark Wahlberg isn't funny. No, as much as he tries to be. He's not a funny actor. I just don't get like I see the appeal of like a teddy bear like smoking with a bong and stuff, but Aye. it's just not very funny. That's not I love the idea not. of this kinda like high concept, almost eighties kinda comedy, but it's like a teddy bear's just alive and there's not really any explanation. Yeah, yeah, and folk don't really act like Aye. I mean, they do a wee bit at the start, but like I they don't really it's Aye. just kinda accepted. <laughs> yeah. Which I kinda like, but there's just I didn't even laugh. I think I laughed maybe t- once or twice. Yeah, I think I'm on that same boat as you. I think, I think maybe because I seen it in the cinema with a few friends, I think you naturally laugh more. Nah, you find it more funny. But nah. I think if I was to watch it on my own, I think it'd be total silence. And I think they got. I'm sure they got like an Oscar nomination for the CGI. I, I can imagine, and they probably made an absolute ton of cash because they made a second one. I know, and it's. I don't mean it's cheap to make, but it's not the most expensive looking no. film. So. No, it's not. It's not a good film. No. I I went to sell the Blu-ray the other day with the music magpie thing, because I'm cleaning oh, yeah, up my room, yeah. and it came up as like nine pence, and I'm like, they're fucking in the bin, or did I sell it to somebody <laughs> for nine pence? Yeah, so. Oh, that's, a, that's an insane loss right there. Aye. Fucking hell. <laughs> nine pence? Uh, ah, no, I, I, that Tom and Jerry thing, again, we know it's for kids, so you can't hate on it too much. But at the same time, you can't let it completely off the hook because it is talking to a generation that watched Tom and Jerry as well. Aye. Like David here and myself somewhat. Like I said, I think that's maybe why I'm... It's not like I'm offended by it, but I'm like... Defensive about it, that's it. Aye, because it could be good. It's the same with yeah. Top Cat. They made a Top Cat film a few years ago. Yes, they did. Yeah, it was and fully it, animated, wasn't it? And it looked yeah. so bad. It was, like I said, that 3D, really cheap-looking animation, yep. which I'm sure it wasn't cheap to make, but it looked very cheap. And I love Top Cat, like that's another cartoon I'd watch. Like it used to be on later at night. Do you ever watch Hong Kong Foo as well? Hi, Hong Kong Foo was brilliant. I feel like there must be some kind of in that that's not appropriate now because it's never on, you never yeah, see it anywhere. A- absolutely. You know, and I can't think back to what it would be, but I'm sure there's something that's probably aged pretty badly. Or yep. It's quite bad taste, but I don't remember as a child obviously noticing that, but. No. Because it's disappeared, it's another kind of thing. You still see, obviously, Scooby-Doo and Top Cat and Tom and Jerry, but there must be something from that that's pretty bad. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I've never looked for it since, though, either. But yeah, right, I've never seen it naturally pop up anywhere. Hi. And Nobody ever really oh. talks, because my mum used to love it, and I, that's what made me, because she's like, oh, Hong Kong face to watch that when I was younger. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool, so. That's probably why. Aye. It probably has got parts of it that haven't aged well. When I'm thinking, the kind of... Sky Cinema would say... Outdated, uh, outdated views and beliefs. I'm guessing there's something to do with the kind of. I'm guessing there's some sort of Asian, Asian influence. stereotype or something, yeah. which is probably bad. So I'll Google it tonight and probably 
realise it's horrifically racist. <laughs> yeah, we'd be like, ah, well, that's something that's never getting watched again. Aye, so it's probably for good reason, but yeah, I'm interested to look that up actually. So another bit of obviously movie news is we've finally they've came out and said that Wonder Woman is going straight to HBO Max. Uh, it's the first 4K release on there or first 4K film apparently. Yeah. So I think it's funny because like, there's still so many folk that don't have a 4K telly. I understand stressing the technology I do because otherwise none of us will end up caring but you keep like oh it's like available 4k it's like there are folk out there that will buy the 4k version Aye. with nothing close to being able to watch it on as in to get the full kind of effect Aye, it's bizarre to me that DVD's still a thing because DVDs if you look in most shops the DVD section's bigger than the blu-ray section yep and it just like I just kind of get my head around that that people have no because everybody's because the price flat difference. Ah, yes, price. I guess that's true. It's funny. See, obviously, since lockdown, since cinemas have been shut, I found myself looking online at like new tellies and that sort of stuff. Some crazy new TVs out there. Like LG has now got an 8K Aye. telly. I mean, Curry's had it in the 80. I think it's 88 inches, and it was 20 grand. Aye. Because it comes with a really cool, like, stand made out of, like, aeronautical metal. It's cool. It's really... Designed by NASA. It's designed by NASA. Aye, aye, exactly. Designed by NASA. No, it, it just looked really cool. And I thought to myself, you know, coming up to a point now where, obviously, some cinemas obviously might not be open because they don't have enough money. Mm. Eventually, something will fill that gap. But it's becoming more and more important now to get the most out of your viewing experience at home. Aye, not so, a degree, aye. I'm talking to you out there, whoever's still paying for the standard Netflix. Upgrade to HD. Just do it. I didn't even know people still did that. Aye. And aye. everybody watching Netflix, I assume, is watching on something that's at least 1080p capable. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? aye. <laughs> that's like going onto YouTube and changing your, your settings for your quality down to like 720p. Aye. That's what you're doing right now. Aye. For only a pound a month extra or something. Uh, you won't even notice the difference. Exactly. Don't I fool yourself. I realise there was a standard package. So yeah, there is. It's like, it's like I think it's actually four ninety nine the standard package. I think it's super super cheap, but the HD one is like six ninety nine. Aye, you're only mugging yourself off. Aye, definitely. Like, just get four K. You can't even watch on your telly. But Aye. What's the difference? Aye, exactly. No, because I mean, again, a bit of a weird chat for a film podcast, but I did notice there are some really really good TVs tech like tech wise mm-hmm. for around the five hundred pound mark now. That's the thing, like. People see a television, like a 55-inch like bush telly, and they're like, it's such a good deal, it's 4K, and I'm aye. like, aye, but... Or a high sense, something like aye, that. but it's going to look absolute shite. It, even though it's 4K doesn't mean it's good, you have to look at every other spec on it. That's it. And you can, within that price range, you can pick up a decent 4K telly, so... That's it, because honestly, if someone sat you down, and again, a lot of you guys, a lot of folk out there might be like, I totally agree anyway, but there might be a few that don't. If you sat down and you watched Dunkirk Aye. on a full 4K, like Cinema Sense with a good technology built in, maybe like a like a Sony Bravio or like a LG like color, like one of the good ones anyway. Then you watched it on like a Technica for Tesco. That's they're both the same size TV, right? They're both 42 inches. They're both 4K apparently. Aye, they're both well, apparently yeah, they're both apparently capable of 4K you'll notice a massive difference. Aye. And if you're now watching more and more things at home, more films that 
deserve better quality, you know what I mean? But part of the reason why we like going to the cinema is because it's a huge screen and it's good quality aye. and aye, it's fun. So if you are looking to upgrade, upgrade your TV. Aye. And we're not sponsored by anyone, it's just But we can be if you're out there listening. You can no. hear our sales pitch is pretty good, so but no, I do. I think it make. I think what you watch a film on can make a massive difference. It definitely does. Like our living room TV's is pretty old now, but um, when it was first released, it was at the time one of the best 1080p. Like it's a Panasonic. Yeah. And I know, like, if we upgrade to like a five hundred pound four K telly, it's going to be a worse picture than the television Probably, we've yeah. already got. Cause it's this is a like a quality television. It's like one of the very first really slim ones. Yeah. And it's still a good picture. It's starting to age, and there's a wee bit of screen burn and stuff. So. It was expensive, but as long as you don't, as long as you aren't looking for something ridiculous like above like sixty inch telly, around the five hundred, six hundred pound mark, especially just there in Black Friday, there were some crazy deals on TVs. But there's always deals on TVs. Aye. Televisions are completely different than they used to be. Because yep. I remember my dad bought a, it was a flat screen. That was a tube television. But remember, you could get the flat <laughs> screen tube televisions. They were massive. Aye. So he had that. Don't remember the size, like thirty inch or whatever. Still looked small because the television is bulky with yep. a wee screen. Um, what did he pay for that? It was nine hundred pound. It was at least like nine hundred. I think it was like twelve hundred pound. Could you get it in the whole unit with the standard? Yeah, yeah. I can just imagine it in the brochure. One one nine nine. I think it was from. I don't know if it was Curry's or what was that place called? It was Power or something. <sighs> Can't remember. Anyway, buys that. It lasts obviously forever, but televisions you don't need to pay that for a. And that was just a standard television. Yeah. Now you can get like a really super like cinema quality, no cinema quality, as close as you can get at home anyway, for like the same price. If That's you're, it, If yeah. you're paying that for a 50-inch television now, the, it's mental, the pitch you would get on it. Again, it's not about films, but we spoke about this. Aye. Like, some people might be going out there buying next-gen consoles and Aye. playing it on... That's the biggest thing TV. for me. You're not, not going to see an improvement. If that's the case for you, stick with your current console because you're not going to see much of improvement. Yeah, you'll see an improvement in like loading times and that, but no, a, a better telly can change your entire viewing experience. Well, the thing is as well, 4K is going to be, well, 1080p was going to be the standard, but obviously people are still watching yeah. DVD, but right now if you can't get a PS5 for Christmas or whatever, I had really good telly for the price you would pay for the PS5. Yeah, and then it's like in a few months proof. later, buy a PlayStation or whatever. Hi. But yeah, you will notice that even a streaming service like Netflix, Amazon, that sort of stuff, they can stream at okay quality. Aye. And if you've got a telly that can actually boost it, then you're going to notice a much better, obviously, picture. It's got to be watching good films as well, though, mind. <laughs> <laughs> See, if I had the money to spend, I'd probably buy a short throw projector so it's the one you put next to the wall and it just throws it up aye I've seen some really good reviews of some of them but they're close to the thousands so yeah, but the problem is with that is daytime watching aye that's true aye. you get a lot of wash out it's, it's more specific to very good cinema feel though that'd be class aye I think I spoke to you I, quite, I like the nebula projectors mm-hmm. the wee ones for going camping aye, with aye. quite fun idea of taking a cinema with you essentially mm-hmm. but um Again, it needs optimum posi- optimum settings in terms of like light and Aye, stuff like were, that. If I was building a wee cinema room, I'd buy that. Yeah, know? exactly, because it would be dark all the time. And it means, you know, sticking something in the back wall and trying to line it up all the time and, you know, so... Yeah, I still can... One of the worst, <laughs> one of the worst viewing experiences of my life was one of my friends 
Uh, his dad had a projector that I think was like a walk projector. I just managed to like get it warm somehow. Basic walk projector. Projector? Projector? <laughs> and yeah. Uh, it's like 360p or something. I think it was because we were having like a few a few of us round and we were younger at the time. So technology wasn't as advanced. I'm going to give him a bit of a let off. But he put, um, it was Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift we were watching, which right, okay. is my favourite Fast and Furious film. Because, oh, it's probably one there's, there's a few that are okay. It's the best one out of the lot. Don't at me. But uh, <laughs> he put a double bed sheet up <laughs> right. as a projector so screen. Bad start on it. Yeah. And he put it on these hooks that were like maybe about five, six inches off from the wall and the right. image went through the <laughs> the image went through the the um it's like it was like a bottom sheet. It wasn't like a like a, a thick sheet. Aye. You so know what I mean? Kind of semi translucent. So, so it was like two tone. Like it was like there's like a picture <laughs> behind the picture. And uh, I just mind everyone was like, I think I was the only one that was like, this looks terrible. <laughs> but it was because of the size of it. Everyone was like, oh, this is class. We'll, we'll get the Xbox through later. And I was like, please don't. It was one of the worst viewing experiences of my life. It sounds like he was a pioneer for 3D technology, like <laughs> two screens. <laughs> Aye, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I, that would be and I bet the sheet wasn't it ironed it was like creases <laughs> no it. it was like wavy Aye. it was so bad that that for me is always made me want to watch things in good quality <laughs> see I'd be like the wee weirdo like this is bad can we turn it off and they'd be like yeah run in the party what are you doing no no that was I was I was the only one sitting there being like this doesn't look good Aye. like Aye. and the sound was bad because instead of using speakers it was just this projector that was putting out the noise like that's even worse Aye, so Aye. it was just horrendous it genuinely was oh it was so bad but nothing beats the cinema but you can get pretty damn good with your home tv aye if i made some decent money i think the first thing i'd be wanting is a wee home cinema or a wee cinema room at least yeah just block off all the windows and with it looking like a creep because if it's outside that would look pretty bad if you've got like Blacked out windows. I like two plywood boards across <laughs> your window or something. <laughs> I'm sure you could work around that. Yeah. There's a few people uh, in the flats near me who, who have like the monster TVs, like oh, over right. 70 inches. And it's quite funny because when you're driving in, you can look up and you think that whole wall is a screen. And it's class. Don't get me wrong. I think it's brilliant. But you just hope that it's a good, good 75 inch TV. Aye. I mean, they have that. I don't know if it's LG or Samsung. They have that picture setting. So, like, there's a wee camera in the back and it just turns onto the wall behind it. Yeah, yeah. So it yeah. just looks like it disappears. That's quite cool to me. I like that a lot. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I can't remember what they're called, but I know exactly what you mean. Cause they, they actually have like a frame around it, mm-hmm. so it actually looks as if it's like a picture. And it just blends in. Uh, yeah. It is really, really cool. Because like, a TV can really dominate a room. Like, yeah. It's starting to sound like Lawrence Lyle and Bone here. Like, <laughs> can you deck our tips? But, oh. <laughs> I don't have any idea, but... Home of the year would do. Home of the year, aye. Jump back into this part. Movie news. They've announced there could be a new Van Helsing movie coming. Aye, it says from Overlord director, so... I quite liked Overlord. I liked Overlord, aye. aye I it thought it was pretty, pretty good. Fun. I thought they took a... They took an idea that could have been ridiculous and done very poorly and actually made a pretty good film out of it. Aye, they just kind of went with the whole goofiness, I think. So. Yeah, and I like the fact that they didn't oversell the whole zombie aspect as well. I, I, I mean, quite liked how it was used. I wasn't a surprise for the trailers, but didn't they like flaunt it in the trailers? No, no, exactly. Like, I think for, for some folk were expecting like an actual, like essentially a film of like a round of zombies <laughs> on, on Call of Duty, and that just never was... Hopefully that wasn't going to happen. It didn't happen. I thought it was 
good. I thought it was a good film. So yeah, imagine all the old dads who thought it was like a saving private Ryan. <laughs> they went in like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> no, I... Uh, we spoke about Van Helsen briefly before the podcast. It's For me, it's a bit of a, a film that hasn't aged well in terms of I really liked it when I was younger just because Aye. it's cool monsters and pretty hot vampires and... <laughs> And Hugh Jackman's in great shape as well. So I know you're talking about hot vampires or the Van Helsing. Hi, exactly. Hugh Jackman is in his just pre-Wolverine shape, so he's looking bloody good. Like, I, I mean, I think he always does look good, but I, he's particularly good looking in this one. I don't know why I'm going in such a weird path well, here. It's the, the pauses were really selling it. Like, I, I don't that was know like where a I was pause. You weren't even listening. I know, I was like, I'm going to say he's good looking, but where did I go for here? Is he acting with long hair? It makes it look good. Aye. He's, um, that's the thing. Like you're saying, it's not held up. It's the same director as The Mummy. And I went back to that recently and I thought this is going to be pish. And it held up pretty well for the me. Mummy, yeah. Like the first one. Ah, movie. yeah, it does hold up, yeah. I, I still think it's, people say guilty pleasure, I don't really agree with that kind of, I think you should just watch what you like, you shouldn't feel yeah. guilty, but if there is a guilty pleasure film, that would be mine, the Mummy. Yeah. And uh, so, I guess with something like this, I've not watched it since, like I was saying to my uncle, was obsessed with this film and it mm-hmm. came out on DVD and stuff. And um, I just remember watching it then and being like, eh, it's all right, and I watched the rest of it when I was a bit older, and I'm like, this is pretty bad to me. I am, I'm ready to return. I'm ready to go back because I do. There are parts of it that I, I really like. Like I, I do actually like the, the monster design. I love. Aye. I think the wolves look great. Aye. Uh Obviously, the vampires, the actual when they are vampires with like wings and that, they look really good. Um, the actual fight scenes in it are really good. It's just the acting parts, like the storyline itself, lets it down. And um, like when you go back and watch it now, it's very quite cringy. The script, Aye, really, really cringy. Definitely. But I think that was like a thing of the times. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. even if you made the exact same film now, Aye. it would be better. You think so? I think so. But I don't know who. who obviously, I don't actually know who's been cast as Van Helsing. But who no would idea. who would you cast as Van Helsing? See, that's a tough one. I know everybody'd be like, oh, cast Chris Hemsworth, because they, they would just think he would fit that part. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't choose him personally. Um, Please, side note, Chris Hemsworth is cutting his lifespan down massively. Have you seen him just now? No, I've seen him. So he's getting ready, he's playing Hulk Hogan. Oh, right, okay, I heard about that. Movie, right? And Chris Hemsworth is like a, he's, he's in good shape. He is pretty good shape. Aye. Hulk Hogan was on an absolute ton of steroids to look the way he looked. Chris Hemsworth is now looking the way Hulk Hogan looked. Now, I'm actually not against steroids, but <laughs> they have serious health implications. They've been out, don't get me wrong, there's tons of actors in Hollywood that have to take steroids uh, to get in the shape they get in. And I'm totally cool with that, you know what I mean? But I just think it's actual mad. I just think he's like, he's jumping between these roles where he's going like, he's obviously cycling on and off. Aye. Uh, it's but, like the whole Christian Bale like gaining and losing weight. Thing. Yeah, aye, like, exactly. It's so bad. So so bad for you. Like so super super bad for you. It's very taxing on the body. Aye. And that's it. it. Might be. I mean, a couple million paycheck might be great, but you really are sacrificing your health. Aye, especially like you see that, like sudden shift and like gaining all that muscle mass, then losing that. I assume's not very good for your joints and stuff either. No, but. absolutely not. But no, sorry, that was a wee side note. Is when you mentioned Chris Hemsworth there. It's just something that I've been picked up on this week that I was desperate to give out my opinion on. 
I'm trying to think who would be. You know who I like? Good. Who? I'd quite, I'd quite fancy that, like, of someone younger, maybe not as hard of. Quite like, what's the guy in oh, that movie where he gets, like, the. He's in a wheelchair and he gets the kind of wee chip put in him? Oh, um. Aye. Yeah. I know the guy you mean. We spoke about this exact film before. Aye, what's the guy's name? Upgrade's the name of the film. Upgrade, but I know. Uh, what's his name? I really like that film. I know he's, his name's, like, on the tip of my. I was going to say tongue there, I was going to say brain, but <laughs> the saying is tip of my tongue. Um, is it Logan something? I think so. Is Again, it Logan I'm, Marshall Green, or am I completely wrong? Oof, I mean, that's a huge punt, so <laughs> I hope you're right. But well, that could be somebody... Like, I think he looks quite grungy, I think he looks... I think he'd be quite good. I, Aye, that's he, a good popped into my head there, and I'm like, I quite like the, the thought of him. But the sad thing is, everybody thinks he's Tom Hardy for some reason, because he looks very uh, simple. Aye, they do. So they'll be like, oh... People think they cast him there because they can't get Tom Hardy, unfortunately. But yeah, it's just interesting to go because obviously Hugh Jackman must have been like mid thirties. Aye, he would have been. Yeah, roughly aye. Probably mid thirties. So mid it's just to late, aye. I wonder if they go younger, if they go a bit like of an older. Because I, I can't imagine Hugh Jackman going back and doing it. No. Because I mean, it's not exactly like a heralded film of his career, and it's maybe something he wants to forget, if anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So uh, I'd be very interested to see who they cast. I'm trying to think. I'd like somebody kind of... Like, yours was quite out of left field, but I'm trying to think who would be... I'd like somebody kind of weird, do you know what I mean? I'm trying to think of somebody with the long hair who would be kind of suitable, but I don't know. doesn't need to have, obviously, long hair now. No, but... I mean, we've just seen Henry Cavill with long hair in The Witcher, and that really worked. That, he'd probably be in for a good shout for it, to be Henry honest. Henry Cavill, eh? But I kind of want to escape that kind of that that look. You know what I mean? That kind of big, broad-chested kind of Aye. look. That's why I quite like the guy I mentioned. He is a good actor as well. He's very. I'm actually going to check his name because I feel rude saying that guy I mentioned. I mean, I feel like it's some guess if I've, but it's been in the deep recesses of my film knowledge. It's exactly Logan Marshall Green. Is that what I said? Yeah. <sighs> Well, the listeners can correct you if you didn't I'm say sure it. I did say I, I'm sure you did say it as well. Yeah, I like him. I do. And, I, I yeah, I, I think he'd be a pretty solid pick. I think I, he's not going to be like a massive paycheck, do you know what I mean? So no, he's if they're taking away a bit of risk. Or, again, I kind of mention him a lot. I think people think I'm a bit obsessed with him, but Aaron Taylor-Johnson... Played Kickass. Aye, I think he's. People seem to kind of dislike him, but yeah, I, I, I do. I like him. He was good in Tenet, actually. He was really good in Tenet. British accent, really good. Mm-hmm. Is he actually British? Well, he was American in Tenet. No, he played the British Special Forces in Tenet. I'm sure he was American in that. David is incorrect. What a stupid prick. I came in with a handlebar mustache and that, and he was like, "Right, boys, remember it's in the bit where they're in the kind of the, the in the two room parallel parts." And he's part of the kind of Green Berets, he's part of like the British Special Forces. I think he was American. Maybe I'm... No, because Americans obviously don't wear the same clothing. Aye. Oft. This could, I could be massively wrong. You could be massively wrong. This is great. Aye. I don't remember him having a moustache either. I do. I, I'm going to actually have to find a picture of this now. I'm sure he was American. Slight interlude here. I can feel all the listeners backing me up. We have 12 listeners, Dave. Con the fuck down. Ho ho! Tell me man's not British. I mean, he does look British. 
Well, I assumed he was American. Maybe I'm just completely misremembering. Do not listen to this wank stain. James is 100% right. He's got a good stash as well. He has got a beard to go along with it. That's what's put me off that. Yeah, no, but he'd be a pretty solid pick. Nice like, fan, Helsing. Like, yeah. I like him. He obviously, in Tenet, he had a bigger beard. He doesn't usually wear his, a beard like that, but I always find that saying weird, wear a beard. Uh, when you said it there, I was like, I know that's a thing, but it still sounds thing. weird. Uh, something, it was ages ago. Some of my work was like, oh, James, you wear a beard really well. And I was like, all right. <laughs> like, I was wearing it yesterday as well. <laughs> it's the same. Uh, and he's washed. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a weird saying that. I don't know why I said it. It's not something that naturally comes to me. Um, but, but yeah, those are my two picks. In my head, I, I kind of thought if they go down a young route, mm. right now they're really pushing that Timothy Charlemagne on us. I was going to say him, and I'm like, I don't know how he says sick names, so I'm not going to yeah. pick him. He's, he's, he's not very big, though. He's very slender. Aye. And he's, he looks very young. He does. Aye, I think that's the, the issue. He's kind of. He looks very clean. Mm hmm. I know it's a weird comment, but... No, you're right, though. He's a clean-looking boy. We're missing the point that he's a, he is Dr. Van Helsing. Was he Dr. Van Helsing in that film? Yeah, yeah he was, yeah. So, like, you want somebody who's kind of doctorly, is that a word? James McAvoy. Ah, he played, um... Did he not play Victor Frankenstein? Yeah, he did, that in film Frankenstein. Was, no, that film is terrible. Um, but I, James McAvoy, I think that's a good pick. That is a good pick. He's not very he's, tall, they'd have to like, make him taller. I... I think he plays that kind of part very well. He plays it, he's no Dr. Van Helsing, but in his dark materials, he plays that kind of... Yeah. That, that kind of part. Aye. No, I think that's... Plus, if, he, if you want him in shape, he can clearly get in shape, because in class, he is massive. Aye. He's very buff. Absolute trap king. <laughs> and I feel like monster. some of that's CG, maybe. Must be. Must be. And then, oh yeah, well, parts of it are when he when you see his veins all popping with the kind of like... Oh, I thought it was real. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that would be a good cast. I mean, we're, I mean, look at us, we've only spoken about Van Helsing, we haven't spoken about anyone else that's in it. But picking a whole cast would be pretty difficult, because without a plot or without an idea of the sort of story they're going for, Aye. It, can be, it can be difficult. Well, going by the way the recasting people would bring in Aaron Eckhart as Frankenstein. He played High Frankenstein, yeah. if you remember. But no, I, I think James McAvoy's a good pick. Yeah. And make him. Well, he was German in the book, I think. Is that right? Van Helsing. Aye. It's a German name, I guess. But they <laughs> didn't even put an accent on at all for the first Van Helsing film, so. I mean, I, I think James McAvoy's a good pick. I know I'm just stealing your idea, but I'm quite sure. Or Luke that. Evans. He played Dracula, though. Already. Yeah, in Dracula Untold. Mm-hmm. I quite liked that film. I've seen that in the cinema. I've not even seen it. I quite liked it. It was quite... The actual Dracula part was really good. It was... Um, Definitely more like a Nosferatu-looking Dracula. Uh, like, really horrible and pointy teeth. And I'm sure it was being marketed when Interstellar came out, I think. Because I remember seeing it all the time when I was in the cinema. Around about that time. See, when you first started talking there, I thought you were going to say Black Panther. No, it was no, well, I know. well before that. I know, it just, it just popped in my head. I know it's wrong, but yeah, it must have been, like, I think you're right in the cellar. That's when I was just spending all my time in the cinema instead of studying at uni. I mean, rightly so. How was it for you? It was just cinema, and, well, going to the cinema, and then watching Hairspray. I just 
flex my film knowledge on these people. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> what do you mean you didn't pick up on that tone? <laughs> wait, wait, what do you mean? Like, soil erosion, what are you talking about? <laughs> Who gives a fuck? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's a very important issue, soil erosion. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've probably studied that with Scottish water. I don't study anything. No. No. <laughs> Just wing it. No, I do. I, I, I do know what you mean. We, we could do a we could do a whole podcast on that. No, I kid not. But I mean, we could on the hydrological cycle. <laughs> oh, don't you get me started on that hydrological cycle? Source to see and all that. Oh, it is quite interesting. To be fair, I find it really interesting. It's like ninety percent of my job. So, <laughs> but anything else? Any special mentions? Any any news? Oh, did you see the trailer for? Clifford the Big Red Dog. No, again, <laughs> I feel like I've been sleeping on these trailers, but um, again, I've seen it online, I've seen folk talking. Aye, it's a very brief trailer, it's not like... It's like a teaser. More, more like a anything. teaser, aye, but... I'm going to have to do IMDB this quickly, just so I can at least see an image, because... I get a look at the dog, because it's bizarre. Is it like... Oh, well, let me have a look first, let's not ruin it for me. Right, I'll wait till you've seen it, and I'll tell you what I think would have made more sense. Or what feels more obvious, anyway. Holy Jesus. What is that? What the fuck is that? Aye. <laughs> James' reaction was like, I wish you could see that. <laughs> so, no. The way that looks is, in stills anyway, like a still photo, it looks just like they've took a Labrador and highlighted them then changed the hue setting to like make him completely red but they've gone for like a photorealistic CGI dog and then just made him a really just un- a really big dog and a really unnatural red colour which obviously is Clifford the big red dog but within that kind of world where a massive red dog exists why not make him look like a cartoon I just read the plot I think when I was younger I totally misunderstood Clifford the big red dog it says, a young girl's love for a tiny puppy named Clifford makes the dog grow to enormous size. I just thought it was a big dog. Oh, wait, I think I've missed that as well. I didn't know it was like... No, no, I feel... did, I not, did I not love my dogs enough? <laughs> no, I no. Just... but <laughs> I can't believe that's... This is, this is two strange choices, by the way. But the thing is, it's about 15 years too late for a movie, in my opinion. Does anybody even uh, watch? Does it still exist? And well, see when I searched it, there was actually as early as two thousand and nineteen. There was a TV series. All right. And so there was a, there was, a, there was an animated film in two thousand four. So they're still making new episodes of it, or yeah, he's right. changed though. He's, he's not looking to say that's that's Clifford now, twenty nineteen Clifford. No, it's like it's been done in MS Paint or something. Yeah, I quite like that style actually. I actually do like that style. Aye, that's pretty cool. That's like, uh, it's like kind of like looking like Charlie and Lola, like the kids' aye, TV aye. show. But then again, that's what I'm saying. How do you go from that to photorealistic red dog? Because making a dog look realistic, then make them look that colour, it just automatically looks weird. It's not red enough as well. Aye, it's like a yeah, it's like um, it's like, a, it's, like a, it's like a Dulux advert. It's aye, like someone aye. spilled the paint and the dog like the dog rolled over. Ah, the dog's like rolled in oh, it. Oh, thank God, it was Nicholas. Aye. <laughs> That's my carpet! <laughs> Just speaking of Dulux, actually, I remember <laughs> my dad had people over at his house once and um, they were just sitting drinking and Crofts was on in the background. Don't worry, guys, it was at least more than nine months ago. Aye, and I wasn't drinking, so 
I doesn't matter now, but I was about to say. I, at the time I was too young anyway, but this is what makes it funnier because I was like maybe nine or ten. Or maybe it makes it a bit weird that I would know this. In fact, not. Anyway, so we're watching Crofts was just on BBC because I think they've been watching sport highlights. It's a very British thing just to stick Crofts on in the I background. Know, like, anyway, so it's sitting, and I'm sitting watching, like, oh, look at the dogs. It's probably me that put it on. And um, the Dulux dog comes on. Like, Aye. It's not obviously him, because I, I assume he's not live anymore. Probably busy. Aye. Probably filming somewhere. Too many photo shoots. So that comes on, and I'm like, oh, look, that's the Durex dog. <laughs> and nobody heard me, and I was like, wait a second, that's the other thing. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. And I'm like nine or ten, and I'm like, see if they'd heard me say that. And they they're like know. clocking around the room, like. <laughs> but they were all like, so, I don't think they were quite pish, but they just weren't listening. And I was like, oh, did I get away with something so good there? Because I'd have been loving that up to this Ever. day. Do you know Forever. what I mean? Forever. Because you're, you're 100% your mum would have been like, What's Durex, David? Do you know what that is? Hi. Do you, know what I mean? Do you want to tell us what that is, David? Then I'd have flipped on him and been like, Etsy things I found in my dad's drawer. Aye. And then they'd have been like, whoa. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> I could defend myself. Aye. You're quick with a quick with a lip. Aye. So they get put in my bed, probably. Aye, 100%. <laughs> Set up the stairs. But all his pals would have loved it. Do you know what I mean? You aye. can just tell. But... So, aye, that's a funny wee story. That is a funny wee story. I mean, I've just admitted that now and I've got away with it. All this time, so no one would have known. What they would have known what I've done, I've incriminated myself. <laughs> Catch us all next week. See you all later.